are listening to Hotter Than Health, the podcast. This is episode 80. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what that is, I'm sure you will by the end of this episode. Today's a very special episode. We have Amelia Coggin of Amelia Loves Kale, the blog the brand, the Mills method. We're going to get all into everything that she does. We are going to talk about Pilates and movement and the nine to five nutrition health, the works. She is the writer behind the blog, Amelia Loves Kale, as well as the creator of the Mills method. So get excited. We'll be talking all things home workouts, fitness, life, all that good stuff. Um, Before we get into the podcast, I did just want to mention if you're listening like, share, subscribe, do what you can. Always use the links in the show notes. That is the most wonderful and supportive way to support the podcast, and it is always recognized. Thank you all so much. Um, And we're going to give a little more information at the end of the episode, so make sure you're listening until the end. But until then, we will get into it with Amelia. How's it going, girl? Good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Gosh, of course. Um, And I know if people don't follow you yet, it's at Amelia Loves Kale on Instagram, just addressing it. How did you find that name? How did you get into all of this? Actually, my blog started as young and not so reckless. I started my website when I was like 20. Um, I had been writing online for a while. I started writing for um, online platforms like Elite Daily and The Odyssey. And I was writing for about two years and I was kind of outgrowing the name and I wanted something, I didn't want to just change it to my name, Amelia Coggin. I wanted it to be kind of fun and quirky and something that people would remember. And it was when Kale was kind of blowing up at the time. Like I think we all remember Kale was like selling out of all of the grocery stores. Everyone was obsessed. So I was like, okay, Amelia loves Kale. It's a little weird quirky like me (laughs) and I was like let's just run with it and um yeah I bought the domain changed my website and made it my Instagram and it's just kind of been there ever since I love that do you know (laughs) everyone's like asking all these questions and you know asking for facts about different fruits and vegetables the best fact that I know about kale is that the number one purchaser of kale before, I think this is like five or six years ago, the number one purchaser of kale before grocery stores, before everyone else was, I think either Pizza Hut or Papa John's, wherever they had a buffet, because they would serve all of their buffet food on the kale slices. Though they wouldn't eat the kale. Oh, that's they would just so amazing. It. I was like, come on. This is, anyways, I always find that <laughs> fascinating. But um, that's, no, that's so great. So you look at your Instagram initially, which is where you're most active. And, you know, there's a ton of content. You have this amazing black, white, neutral, edgy, you know, badass aesthetic. And it's mostly like workouts and recipes, but writing is a big passion for you. So when you started writing, like how did you get those two things intertwined? How did you make that happen so fluidly? Did you even mean to? I really didn't mean to. Um, I actually went into college as a psychology major. Um, I thought I wanted to work with addicts and, uh, you know, mental health facilities, but uh, it turned out that just wasn't my calling. I had really gotten into fitness and wellness and, um, you know, I just started writing about it on Instagram and in my captions and, you know, my friends were like, you should really do something with this. You should write more. And so I applied to write it Elite Daily and these other platforms, I started writing about mental health and 
um, you know, how working out is more than just how you look. It's, you know, for your mind too. I've always been big on that. And, um, yeah, just one thing led to another. I started writing more and more and I was really able to connect with people in a new way for the first time I was able to connect with people online. And I mean, this was a long time ago, you know, this was like, I guess six years ago, you know, Instagram was a different space. Online was just a different space than it is now. And for people to reach out to me and be like, Hey, I I was feeling this way too. Um, I actually had an eating disorder when I was, it started when I was around 16 and I just became obsessed with working out and obsessed with health and eating well. And I thought that eating well meant I would eat just like some lettuce and some tomatoes and that would be like a whole meal. And that was not the case. And I just went through this phase of just becoming completely obsessed. And actually, the first time I went to work out, I literally fainted (laughs) because I did not have enough fuel in my body. So when people are like, I don't know when I should start. Like, I think I have to be at this point to start. I'm like, no, you can literally start today. Like, the first day I started, I fainted. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. We all start somewhere. And I just started writing about my experiences and writing about this shift that took place, um, you know, as I entered my 20s. And I think that people just related to that. And, you know, it was before we had all these fitness Instagrams and all of this stuff back then. And I think people, it felt good to them to know that they weren't alone in feeling those things too. Mm -hmm. And especially being someone with curves, I've always been curvy, um, you know, which wasn't always well received in middle school and high school. Um, you know, I, a lot of things were said about my body type back then and, you know, it made me feel bad. And I finally started getting praise when I was losing weight and I just got thinner and thinner and thinner. And it felt like society was praising me for losing my curves. And it was just, I realize now that that is not healthy and I wish that I had had someone back then to tell me, you know what, embrace your curves. They're beautiful. It's, it's beautiful to be strong and feel good and fuel your body. And so I just kind of started putting it all out there and I just was hoping more people would do the same. And yeah, that's pretty much how it started. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was, I was telling all my roommates before we had this conversation, I was like, y'all, I don't, normally like get nervous before podcast interviews and I've interviewed a ton of people I was like I have such a crush on this girl she's so beautiful (laughs) and I have just the biggest crush on her but but I was like but why and they were like what do you love so much about her and I was like she's so confident and you hold yourself with such poise and but it's sexy like it's but it's not like erotica it's it's beautiful it's feminine it's strong and y'all need to go follow her I mean, everything about her, I'm like staring at your profile right now as we're, oh, thank <laughs> as you. we're um, interviewing. But I'm like blushing. <laughs> oh, no, but I honestly, I think about it and coming from someone who I had to work to build an ass and I've, I like don't have boobs in it, but I'm like, I'm just a lean person. And I've always been someone who thought, you know, you might think that the, not the archetype of a woman has to be like lean but also with boobs and a butt and I'm like I don't really fit in there either so anyone can have these thoughts so I think it's just really strong to no matter no matter if you're um you know certifiably curvy if you're thick with two c's if you're like lean and scrawny or skinny soft it's like you can own whatever you are and I think it's just a matter of taking the time to understand where you are um so I think that that's amazing but 
so you said you started with working out and you kind of you just started easing into it, but you did it for mental health. What kind of workouts did you start with? So um, when I got into college, uh, I started living with a great group of girls and they were the ones who kind of opened my eyes to, you know, like your habits aren't necessarily healthy. You know, you're working out a ton, you're not feeling your bodies um, or your body. And that was when I joined uh, CrossFit Gym. And I was surrounded by all these really strong, beautiful girls. And they had these beautiful, big, strong legs and beautiful shoulders and traps. And they were so confident. And I remember, like, going to work out with them. And then afterwards, they would be like, let's go get a burger, some fries. I'm so hungry. Like, let's eat. I'm ready to go all in. And they were just so confident and strong. And being surrounded by those type of women, I think it was just such a change for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just not what I was used to being around. Yeah. And um, I did CrossFit for about two years, and I got into Olympic weightlifting. And at this time, um, you know, my hormones, my metabolism, it was all adjusting from years of crash dieting, years of, um, you know, depriving my body of the nutrients it needs. And um, such an adjustment period. And, uh, by this time I was also going into graduation and just, I felt like it was just so much stress all the time on my body, like all of this heavy lifting, all of this pressure to push myself every single workout. It was just, I was stressed all day and then stressed all working out. And especially when I started my nine to five, it was like, I wake up, roll out of bed, go to work. It's go, 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 go to the gym, push even harder, go home, eat dinner, do it all over again the next day. Like, I feel like in today's society, we're just in go mode all the time and no one's slowing down. And, you know, sometimes all it takes is 20 minutes of slow movement. Um, So I kind of feel like I've done it all. Like I've done the running and walking thing 24-7. I've done the Pilates, the spin, the yoga, the CrossFit. And it's just finding that perfect balance that works for you. And I found that by listening to my body and listening to what I need and letting my body tell me, you know, how, when it's happy, you know, is, um, is my weight going up? Is it going down? Is looking at, you know, my acne, my gut health, all of those things. Like our body tells us what we need. It tells us when we need to slow down and all of that. And when you say, so going back to what you said initially, you said that you like had unhealthy eating habits and you crash dieted and Mm -hmm. you did all these things, but in the moment when you are crash dieting, you're just doing what you think is right and what you think is going to get you the results that you want. Just so what, what did those things look like? What did those unhealthy habits look like? Because I, I just know so many people who an unhealthy habit starts with an unhealthy mindset. So Mm -hmm. it just, and and habits make it even worse because they're, they're set in stone basically. So Mm -hmm. what did some of those habits look like? Like what was your mindset when you had these unhealthy eating habits and other than the confidence, like that you saw in these women, what other types of benefits did you see when you started listening to your body? And like, what were those cues? Like if you could be specific about that. Yeah. Well, when I first started my fitness journey, it was to lose weight because I wanted to look a certain way. And what was motivating me to lose weight was the fact that I didn't like myself. I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. And I think that's where the problem started. Um, The shift that really happens is that now 
I work out because I love my body, because my body produces endorphins when I move. It makes me feel good. My body's telling me I love to move. I love when you, um, you know, give me good nutrient meals with vegetables and fruit and things that I need for fuel. Um, I think just waking up every single day and telling yourself that you love yourself, like, it sounds kind of lame to, like, look yourself in the mirror and be like, you got this, sis, like, you are going to kill today, you're going to kill this job, you're going to, it's going to be a great day, and just waking up every day and looking in the mirror and loving your body and saying, you know, this is my body, it takes me from point A to point B, um, gets me through my day, I think just having that deep respect and deep love for yourself and your body is really where that change takes place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that a lot of people, you know, they'll say, how do you get consistent? How do you stay motivated? And it's like, it's not always like that. But I think as long as you have that underlying respect, then that's where it is. But I also read on your blog, you said how to... And I, th- I don't think you said push through, but you said how to oh break through a burnout. Mm-hmm. So you said, okay, I joined a CrossFit gym. Like, fuck, to be honest, CrossFit is a very, in- that's intense. That's full on impact, slam, gram, damn, uh, yeah, all over the place. It is like hunking metal, slamming, throwing yeah. stones. And I, I've done CrossFit before. I love it. I think it's fun. I couldn't do it every day because I just, yeah. my mind doesn't work that way. But, um. So when people get so set on a routine and they have one day that throws them off and then they're like off the wagon or the metaphorical wagon for, you know, two weeks and then they've, Mm -hmm. you know, they've lost their motivation, they're depressed, they're unhappy with themselves. And I just feel like going into it, knowing there's variety, how, how, I know you developed the Mills method. Talk about Mm -hmm. how you eased into that coming from something like CrossFit. I just, there, with doing that high impact exercise every single day, I was just, there was a lot of cortisol produced and a lot of stress, a lot of hormonal imbalance. And instead of just listening to what everyone else was telling me I needed to do for my body to look a certain way, to feel a certain way, I just stopped listening to the outside noise. And I was like, okay, what does my body need? Like, my body's telling me I need to slow the hell down. Um, you know, it's, I felt so out of control and just like, I couldn't. And that's sometimes, you know, when people sometimes will DM me around the holidays or, you know, 4th of July or times when they'll be eating a lot and drinking a lot. And it's so hard for them to get back on the wagon, but you have complete control. Like, I mean, over quarantine, I've been snacking like crazy. I've been eating the pizza. I've been eating the yogurt covered pretzels, but I have no regret. Like I've been having a great time sitting at home snacking. I have no regrets, but I am on a cleanse now. And it's like, you have control over, you know, the next few days, the next week, you can always get back on. Like there's no rush. Um, and I think, Oh, sorry. (laughs) Oh no, go ahead. (laughs) I was going to say what you just said. You're like, I'm okay because you can it, – it, not saying that you're doing it for, like, the quick fix of weight loss, but it yeah. is I, – I think that setting little tiny maybe detox or cleanse reminders mm-hmm. of even just intermittent fasting for a few days in a row, that kind of thing that's super measurable but doesn't change your day-to-day too much. I think that setting those little goals just like you're doing right now, it gives you that yeah. confidence. Like, set a little goal, accomplish it, get that confidence to set a bigger goal, and then that builds on that. So I think that yeah. once you do it once, you're like, okay, I, I got this. 
And I really, like, a week ago, I noticed that I didn't have as much energy. My face was breaking out. I was bloated. That's my body telling me, stop putting shit into your body. Like, stop eating pizza all the time. Stop eating these sugary foods. I don't like this. Like, this is not, your body's just going to perform differently. You show up differently when you're fueling your body properly. So I don't feel guilty or bad. It was just, okay, my body's saying it's time to get back on the wagon. Let's, let's really take a look at what I'm consuming. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and so what do your workouts look like right now? Cause if people are listening to this in a year or even a year and a half, it is May mm-hmm. 18th, 2020. We are in like week 10 of the quarantine. I think. Yeah. So, or I don't know, maybe week 50. I, I have no idea. Um, what do your workouts look like right now? And not saying that anyone needs to be pressured to work out, but I don't think mm. there's any excuse to not move your body. And some people need something different to mix it up. So what have you been doing? So all the stuff that I post and all of my live workouts that I do are workouts that I really do in my own time. So I do a lot of hit training. I do a lot of Pilates. I do a lot of sculpts. Um, I stopped heavy weightlifting probably about six months ago. Um, so if I lift, it's probably not anything over 50 pounds. I just, you know, my body was hurting. It was tired. It was telling me, slow down. Um, so I do a lot of online stuff on Obey Fitness. If I don't feel like listening to my own voice and doing my own workout, sometimes you need to like get out of your own head. And, um, they have some great Matt Pilates classes on there. I love low impact. They also have some hit classes on there too. Um, I've always loved working out at home. So this is like, I'm in my comfort zone. (laughs) What about people who hate working out at home? And that's me. I hate it. I hate it a lot. (laughs) <laughs> I think just like mixing it up, um, you know, trying like Melissa would help or try a different type of format that you wouldn't normally do. Like maybe try a cardio kickboxing class, something that like sounds wild to you and you might not be totally on board with. I feel like you might surprise yourself and it's just, it, sometimes it sparks a little bit of motivation. I love mixing it up. I love being uncomfortable. Um, I'm also just like wild cards. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as you said you like came home dancing, I was like, okay, this is, I cannot dance, but I enjoy it. So I think that I need to try one of your workouts. I actually, I do. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what I'll do this weekend before we go back to high low and before we go back to the real world. Um, yeah. But okay. I love that. And I'm, I'm excited to know that someone likes to work out at home, but um you just mentioned like pizza you're doing a cleanse now what are Mm -hmm. some when people I'm sure people ask you about nutrition all the time so what are they asking you what are you responding what does your diet look like right now day to day so day to day right now I'm actually completely cutting out um sugar that's not from fruit um I'm cutting out dairy soy gluten Normally, I do try to avoid those things, but I'm not too strict on myself. I feel like if I'm too strict on myself, it ends up just snowballing, and then all of a sudden, I'm like a whole pizza deep on Friday night, you know, mm-hmm. like there's no balance. Um, but like I said, I've been snacking a lot during quarantine, so for the next seven days, I'm kind of reeling it in a little bit, um, really looking at what I'm consuming, but I stick very closely to whole foods, so I eat lots of salmon, chicken, turkey, um, lots of vegetables, ton of broccoli. Um, I literally eat broccoli every day. I don't know why. It's just my favorite. I I eat salads every day, lots of chickpeas, lentils, black beans, um, lots of avocados, Mm -hmm. lots of fruits. I'm not scared of fruit. Um, I think it's so good for you. 
So, yeah, I, I don't snack a whole ton on, like, the snack aisles. Like, I'm not – I'll maybe eat some popcorn, um, but it's just – I feel like a lot of those um, snack bars that are marked healthy bars, I think they're full of a lot of crappy ingredients. Um, those are kind of things that I look out for. I stick very close to Whole Foods. For sure. For sure. Do you have any go-to – okay, I know I every nutrition client I ever had – I'm like, avoid the bars, avoid the syrup, avoid the whatever, and I'll give them, like, one or two options and things that aren't aren't too terrible. Or I'll be like, go get a fucking banana and almonds, you know, something. And um, what are two of your, like, go-to meals or snacks? I love dates. I could, like, live off of dates. Like, I would eat dates at every single meal if I could. (laughs) Really? Do you put anything on them? Um, sometimes I'll just eat them plain or I'll put peanut butter on them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so wild. Or I like the, uh, peanut butter date bars from Trader Joe's. They actually only have a few ingredients in them. Um, very clean. It's the only snack bar I buy from there. Um, or I'll make my own bars. I just made Kenzie Burke's, uh, matcha date bars the other day. They're really good. She's my idol. I love her so much. She's awesome. God, she's yeah. beautiful. Go Kenzie Burke. I want her on the podcast. Manifest. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, okay, I love that. And I know I was following along, and I know you make, like, really good pastas, and you're mm-hmm. – you look like you're a great cook. So well done there, Thank especially you. during quarantine. Um, and I'm thinking about it also. I've had so many people reach out to me over this quarantine saying that they – are interested in, interested in pursuing another passion. They are um, starting a YouTube channel. They're starting a blog, whether it be fitness, health, cooking. Um, they're hosting Zoom meeting and calls to, for donations and seeing what seeing what happens. How would you respond to someone who said, "Hey, Amelia, I want to I want to get in the fitness industry or I want to go into freelance writing, but I don't know where to start. I hate my nine to five." Like, how do you have the balls to leave such comfort in, like, financial comfort? There's your day-to-day. It's already built in. You know, it's a big Mm -hmm. shift. And going straight into something that's, you know, it's jumping from one end of the pool to the other, you know, without any feeling of flotation device or knowing how deep it is. So what does that look like for you? I think, first of all, like, you need to believe in yourself, and you got to be able to, like, knock out that noise or that little voice in your head that's saying, you can't do it, or this is scary. Like, yeah, it's going to be scary. Just, like, know and accept that. It's always going to be scary. You're putting yourself out there. And I think, like, leaning into what makes you different and what makes you unique and just, you know, showing people that side of yourself and embracing it and being confident in it and really just saying, you know what, I can do this and think about what you can offer the world like how are you going to help other people how are you going to shift other people's mindsets how are you going to change their life for the better like what good do you want to put out into the world instead of oh I think this can make me x amount of money like if you're in the fitness industry to make a lot of money right off the bat then you're in the wrong industry (laughs) personally I just that's you really got to be passionate about it and it's got to come from the heart because I think that people can see that these days. I think they can see what's real and what's not. And I think that people are very attracted to authenticity these days and just, you know, kind of like 
how can you help me change my life? And people are very into the mental aspect of the fitness industry right now. And I think we're going to see a total shift, or I hope we do, because I'm sick of, you know, the before and after photos, the focusing on the bikini body ready, the, you know, we're working out to burn calories. It's just, it's outdated. It's, it's personally not what motivates me to work out. And there's a reason why I don't post before and after photos. I just, I think that the journey starts by looking yourself in the mirror today and being like, I love what I see. I love who I am. I know I'm a good person, um, you know, and really just focusing on that. Um, So that's kind of what I want to put out into the world. I love that. And I think that that could be a great place for a lot of people to start is just say, okay, what do I have to offer? What problem Mm -hmm. am I helping solve? Because there are so many people out there with ideas, but it's, it, you have to do, you've got to at least do something. And I know there are so many people with these amazing ideas and all this passion, but then they, it's like analysis paralysis where they just overthink and they, they disqualify themselves automatically by not Mm -hmm. believing in themselves. And I'm like, you don't think there are a million personal trainers out there who are better than me, a million nutritionists who are better than me, a million podcasters who are better than me. I'm like, fuck it. But I'm, you have to just, you got to go. And I think that mm-hmm. um, you mentioned earlier, I wasn't, you said, I'm not, I wasn't supposed to launch the Mills method until like fall, but ended up yeah. just doing it because you got one specific DM. I'm sure you got a bunch, but you got one that put you over the edge where you were like, nope, I guess I'm just going to do it then. And yeah, you just started filming all your workouts and now here you are and you have this whole, just having your own method. That sounds so cool and badass. Um, I want to shift gears a lot. So you said earlier, you were like, I'm curvy. I love my curves. And I have so many people who ask about different sports bras and like, I'm a very... I'm a very moderately sized human. I'm not, I think I'm, I got not a whole lot going on here. So I'm not the best person to ask. Where do you get your sports bras? They're so cute. And what do you recommend for someone who, I mean, other than your workouts, but someone who wants to move a lot, but like doesn't want to get a black eye. Yeah. Oh God. So before I even go into a workout, like I need to know what I'm going to be doing. I need to, because I need to know what kind of sports bra I need to wear. Um, so it really just depends. I'm like, are we going for immediate support? Are we going for high support? I get a lot of my high support bras from Lululemon. Um, and then low support or medium to low when I'm just doing Pilates. I love Aloe Yoga and Joa Brown. Um, those are two of my absolute favorites. I think they're cute and they offer enough support that it holds me in. It's not like I can go and run in those, but, um, I don't want to be like matted down all the time, For sure. but for for high impact, I like uh, Lululemon. Great. I thought that's what you might Mm -hmm. say, but, and I know it's just, they just do it right. (laughs) You know, they just get it. Yeah. And there's so many neutral colors. It, It all fits. It's great. Okay. That's what I was curious about. And so, I also think that workouts like yours, which combines, um, actually you go into your workouts. What, what are the different yeah. types of, um, methods for the mill method? Cause I have a feeling that a lot of maybe moms would want to do it as well. If they're maybe yeah. like, for a second trimester, they still want to move their bodies. What's that look like? Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll start like a year ago. I was working in nine to five. I was super unhappy, um, in a very dark place. My life just 
was not going the way I thought it would go. Um, even though on paper I was doing everything I thought I was supposed to be doing, like I graduated college, got a job in the corporate world. Um, you know, everything just, you know, seemed like I was doing it right, but I was just so unhappy and I was just so stressed all the time. And I realized being stressed all day at a job and then coming home and doing high impact workouts and just being stressed all the time. It just was not working for my body. So I got into low impact movements like P-Ball, Melissa Wood Health, um, and just really started to see the benefits of low impact. And so I went into getting my Pilates certification uh, for Matt Pilates because I was just so intrigued on connecting the mind and body and the breath. And I was tapping into muscle groups that I had never even tapped into before with years of heavy lifting. And I would come home from work and literally just like dance in my kitchen, <laughs> but I, I can't dance. So it would be more like plyometric moves, um, strung together. And by the end of it, I would be like sweating and I would be like dancing my favorite Lizzo song. And I'm like, this is it. Like I am at This is so much fun. And I would combine it with low impact movements. So I would bring the heart rate up, bring it down, bring it up, bring it down. I was losing weight. I was maintaining my muscle. Um, just everything that I had wanted. And, but I realized I couldn't do this every single day. So I created cardio tone and then I have tone, which is a blend of hip Pilates and sculpt just because I had been weightlifting for so long. I couldn't just leave all the things that I had learned in the past over the years. Like I love incorporating, incorporating, you know, Bulgarian split squats, um, different types of deadlifts, stuff that you don't always see in Pilates. Um, which is why I, I created the Mills method because it is like a little wild, you know. It sounds <laughs> like I am awesome. I am a little wild. <laughs> um, and then I have slow tone because I don't like to do hit and just get crazy every single day. Sometimes you really only need twenty minutes of movement, even if it's in the morning. Like I love doing slow tone in the morning, just connecting my mind to body, connecting my breath. It's amazing what just breathing can do for your mental clarity. Just taking time and just breathing breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. It's just crazy. We're so go, go, go all the time. We never take time. So that's slow tone. And then I also have a hit format because sometimes I think it's fun to just zone out, set the timer on and just get it done. Um, yeah. yeah so those are, the, I have many formats under the Mills method. <laughs> so I know this is new and it's new. I mean, it's really new. So how are people going to get it? How can people this sounds so awesome, like dream la la land, but how are people buying this? Are you, do you have an app? What's going on? How can I get into it? I would love to have an app one day. Um, <laughs> but right now I am in the process of starting a YouTube channel. I've been teaching Instagram live workouts for the past month and a half. Um, I've gotten a lot of constructive feedback, um, which has been great. I really wanted this method to be refined and I'm kind of a perfectionist which is probably why I wanted to launch in the fall and not Do it now. during quarantine. <laughs> but I wanted everything to be so perfect. Um, but my goal is to get some YouTube videos up, you know, some quick 10-minute workouts with sliders or 10-minute upper body or 30-minute full body tone, just stuff you can do anywhere with props, without props. I love adding in sliders, light free weights, bands, ankle weights. Um, but I also love just using body weight as well. Um, so YouTube is in the process, yes. but you can find my workouts on IGTV and my Instagram now. And again, it's at Amelia loves kale. And it's, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. a, I've, I've followed Amelia for like six months and I didn't even know that you, I, I don't know how I found you or if you found me, but 
I'm happy that I did. I was like, I remember seeing her. Me too. I was just like, Charleston. Oh my God. And I wish that we could do this in, interview in person, but um, next time we'll like get a margarita on a roof somewhere. Yeah. Um, yes. But thank you so much for spilling all your goodness and telling us all about everything. Um, I know it, this is like a fairly short episode, but I know we both have so much going on during quarantine, just gotta go, but, um, (laughs) um, it's such a, it's such a weird time in life, but honestly, this is, you know, probably gonna land on, it's probably not gonna land well, but Charleston, I feel like, is, like, not doing the whole quarantine thing, at least, well. It's really not. No, we are, like, everybody's out again, everybody's, it's, like, Business as usual. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I saw a guy standing outside of a restaurant yesterday holding up an ice pack to his bloody nose because he had gotten in a fist bar fight. I was oh, like, no, oh, no, my no. God. Oh, no. We are back. And it's the Jersey Shore. It is bad. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. I've, been, I've still been staying home. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that a lot of people have, but I also think that a lot of people are just like, well, we can go on walks and that's not illegal. And then yeah. everyone goes on a walk at the same time. Um, so I, I do think that we're going to come out of this a lot more um, fit with low impact work, which is great. So I think, so. I think that people are really seeing how beneficial low impact work can be. And yeah, I think it's great. I'm glad that people are seeing another type of workout. (laughs) Absolutely. And guys, if you do end up doing a Mills method workout with Amelia at Amelia loves kale on Instagram, um, make sure you tag her, make sure you tag me, let us know that you heard this podcast and you liked it, go follow her. She's got big things coming and, um, maybe we'll do a little workout collaboration sometime or like a nutrition thing. It'll be fun. I would love that. But thank you so much for being here. Uh, This is the Hotter Than Health podcast with Amelia Coggin of The Mills Method. Uh, This is episode 90. Oh my God, I said 90 again. This is episode (laughs) 80. Uh, Make sure that you like, subscribe, and follow for any nutrition counseling, um, nutrition bookings. You can go to my website, elizagfitnessandhealth.com. Make sure, sure, sure to use the links in the show notes. That is incredibly helpful. And again, like, subscribe, and share. And thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you guys.